in 2017 um just after we took a holiday to singapore uh, we came back and uh, we got to know that my father uh, he was he was having some problem uh, he was having some kind of blessing in his mouth so he got it checked and we got to know that it was cancer it is very shocking for us because my father was uh, the most healthy person i knew and um, he never used to drink or smoke um so it was very shocking for us to you know see that it has happened to him and of course it was very emotionally draining for all of us um it's just uh, in my family it's me my sister and uh, my my elder sister and my mother and my father so my elder sister she she is married and uh, i was in married so i i was i was studying at bangalore at that time and then we got to know that my father has been diagnosed with cancer um so luckily uh, we got everything checked and with biopsy and everything we got to know that it is uh, what doctor identified it as um it is stage 0 which is yeah, which is before one so we did not stage it we said we will just go with the operation and that was going to work that man um so it was uh, i mean um, it, was, it was a mouth not it was on the in the mouth Mhm. Okay. Yeah, so it was in the mouth. Yeah. Um we uh, we asked doctor uh, ki um, you know uh, what will be the course of action so he said we'll just go with the surgery and we'll see uh, based on the growth of it uh, what so, what kind of treatment will be required at later on stages. But uh, I don't know fortunately or unfortunately I don't really know. Um Uh, he underwent the surgery uh, the surgery was over and doctor said that uh, the lesion was just very small and uh, so they cut a, a a good like a smaller uh, chunk of his cheek from inside and uh, two of his uh, gums and uh, that that was it so they said that uh, since the cancer has not gone uh, inside the bone so there is no cause of worry and uh, they just extracted those two gums and uh, and uh, and you know connected uh, stitched the tongue at that the space where they took the tooth from okay. and that's about it um, they all asked us to be um, you know uh, to um, be available every two months we got it uh, we got him treated at um, bombay we are basically from mp we got him treated at bombay with dr sultan pradhan um so they asked us to come visit every two months and uh, my father used to be there with along with my mom for every two months and there was no radiation or um, no uh, chemotherapy which was given uh, given to him they said that everything is under control Mm-hmm. and um okay so it went on like that um after a year or so uh, not even uh, not even a year i think yeah uh, say 10 10 months my father suddenly um, started having a weight loss mm-hmm. so we got him checked uh, again and oh uh, the weight loss uh, he was having difficulty in following 
so uh, we were all, we were very uh, concerned ki what is happening um, because even for because for us what the doctor wanted was to be there for every two months checkup and every every time he gave us um, you know uh, the injured that everything is fine so we were like okay that prospect is okay but we were very concerned about the weight loss so we got him uh, so yeah and also why he was having problem with following food but that was also something because my father had thyroid so we thought he it is because of that but again we got it checked and we got you know that he got a cancer again uh, it has reoccurred and um, now it is at ge junction and um, when we got the biopsy done we got to know that uh, it has uh, metastasis metastasis name yeah. what is the term? yeah metastasis mm-hmm. and liver metastasis okay. so it was at ge junction the end of ge junction and it had liver matlab liver uh, mets okay. um so Yeah, we again went to the doctor. We got it checked, and then we got to know that it is at stage four. And uh, because there was no um, signs other than the weight loss and the difficulty in swallowing, so we had no idea that it will reach to that extent. That we got to get to know about it at stage four, um, but. Uh, but that was it so doctor told us that nothing can be done about it because there are liver mats as well and my father was very thin so uh, his weight must be around uh, say 53 54 so um so he said they said ki the only thing that we can do is um um palliative care So we are like okay, and then they said, "Okay, palliative care. We can give you give him chemotherapies, and um, that's about it. And after three chemotherapies, we can, uh, of course, um, have that scan, that scan, and see how he's responding. Um, by then, we got a fair idea of how things will be in your future. We did not tell our father that no. it is at stage four. But um, of course, he had some idea of what's going on. We immediately, uh, because uh, we had no one in Bombay, and uh, I mean, his medical emergency needed uh, immediate and uh, immediate care. So my sister is in Raipur, so we shifted there, and uh, so we started taking the palliative uh, chemotherapy sessions here in Raipur. Mm-hmm. In two months, um, after three, um, yeah, after three uh, chemotherapies, when he was supposed to go for PET scan, of course, he was having certain difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, certain difficulties as well. After the third chemo, we, he, I mean, for us, he responded well to the chemo because he is coming. He 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 was able to walk. There was no such, you know, on the face of it, the situation was worse, of course. But on the face of it, he was always trying to, uh, at least, you know, uh, assure us that he is fine yeah. and he is taking it very positively and everything. But everyone knew that what's going to happen. So after three chemotherapy, um, he was having um, because of the G junction and we were met. 
uh, and uh, there were certain fall, uh, stolen lymph nodes as well. Um, we got him. Uh, he was having because uh, we had no idea what will be the course of action next. Next course of action. Mm-hmm. So we uh, took him to um, uh, the doctor. Uh, the I don't know what what field of specialization that is for the uh, stomach. I don't do not know. So we took him there, and then we got to know that uh, because he was having problem with. Uh, uh, with but he is not able to eat anything and uh, there was some foul smell which is coming mm-hmm. so we took him there and we thought we will feed him by some cube and uh, we took him there and then when then the doctor told us that uh, he cannot perform that uh, perform uh, perform that thing because uh, my father is uh, incredibly serious and anything can happen at the Mm-hmm. um table so it was it was just me there and my sister my sister just went out to get something we because we took him to another hospital my mother was staying at some other hospital waiting for him so that's when he told me that that's going to happen and um, then he asked us ki what um I mean, what 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 are we deciding? Are we taking him to the original hospital, the first hospital? Are we we are making him stay here itself because uh, he was very unsure as to what the next minute will have for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, all of us mutually after my sister came, it was a birthday that day. Uh, so she came, so we discussed it, and then we decided that you know we'll put him at an I an ICU. Not NICU, IICU, whatever it mm-hmm. it is called. So uh, yeah, we took him there, and um, then in the early morning, we decided that uh, my father always wanted to go to back to his hometown, uh, MP is where we come from. So we decided that uh, we'll take that journey and we'll take that there because that's where he would want to be. And uh, I mean, doctor. Oh, ask me if anything happens during the night. Will it be on the? Will we? Will we be willing, willing to put him on ventilator? And that was the hardest part. We decided not to put him on ventilator and accepted whatever will happen. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so. When we started moving for uh, MP in the morning, uh, for an hour he was fine, and suddenly on ventilator as well, he started having certain difficulty. He was in ambulance, so then uh, my brother-in-law he took him to another hospital, and that's one when he when we got to know that uh, he's no more. So this is how it this is how. It happened. I I don't know. I mean, from this experience, I mean, losing my father is was the biggest loss. And but you know, I'm really grateful for the fact that I I and my family got that two months with him. Uh, because those two months, even though we knew that what's gonna happen, and he won't be there for us for long. But you know that two months 
gave us a lot of time to be with him and accept it. It is very emotionally draining for my mother, for me, for my father, to see him not be not able to sleep for nights. Really difficult because because he was because I mean it's he knew what's gonna happen. I mean. he also prepared a file writing everything including how many death certificates i need to get him to get printed so he knew about everything and uh, and we always you know in that time in front of him we were in denial that that's not going to happen and things will turn out positive we were always looking for that miracle somewhere but uh, i don't know i i think so you know now that i think about it it was in september 2018 when we lost him and been almost one and a half year but it feels like yesterday and but i think you know the miracle or the blessing that we were looking for was the two months that we got that same after we got to know that you know he has been diagnosed again because if it had happened um it had happened uh, you know out of instance we wouldn't have been able to take it we were we were such a closely knit family i mean we, my father was just like a best friend to me so it is still difficult it is very difficult but i think more oh, acceptance and just the fact that you know he's away from that pain that he was facing when he was here and uh, he's in better space and please is kind of assuring in itself um um i think i mean yeah and besides that i mean my mother of course she i mean in everyone Life for my sister, for me, for my mother. There is that vacuum that no one will be able to replace. But you know, the mere fact that we can discuss about it very openly, um, and put our hearts out without being judged, without uh, being snubbed by anyone, does help. and this is what i've understood um from uh, you know the phase that i lived um the phase that i underwent that time was i mean a person takes a long time to get out of uh, to um uh, to be okay with the loss and i mean the person takes a long time it cannot happen i mean for some time after some time i started feeling irritated because irritated as in i wanted my mom to be back as she was after my before my father before my father was there but just like my mother was but i mean a lot of things have changed for her and i do not know if she ever be like same but i what i understood was i need to give her that space to be okay with it and 
to get back to her normal and to define the normal for herself because i cannot just force her everyone take the throne time to get out of the loss and to mourn out of the loss so so i mean just not forcing each other mm-hmm. yeah so just not forcing each other and uh, we even go okay being present being available for each other helped a lot for us to at least you know talk to someone about it yeah i'm so that's that's about it i'm so sorry for your loud shivering and that's okay okay i mean yeah like it said em joy is at better place mm. um is there anything uh any other question that you would want me to answer a few things like uh yeah. when was he diagnosed uh i'm sorry when was he diagnosed so um are you talking about the first diagnosis second one yes ma'am uh, first diagnosis then after 10 months he was okay <laughs> okay yeah so first he was diagnosed around april 2017 okay he yeah, was studying then and uh 2018 i think it was yeah, 2018 uh i started my job and 20 days to it um uh, we got to know that uh, he's having the problem and then he was diagnosed so i left my job and i came immediately to them and uh, i feel i feel good that i took that decision yeah so around uh, you know 10 months from april 2018 okay yeah um is there any uh, other than the standard procedures did you approach any alternative or complementary yeah we did uh, i mean we did a lot of things so um of course the period of care was ongoing mm-hmm. um we also uh, i mean along with that uh, we also went for naturopathy we also went to doctor uh the himachal one uh mcnaught uh yeah so we went there we took the medicine but um unfortunately uh because there was my convocation and i came back from there and uh, we just could give him two doses and after that he was having some serious trouble so he could not take it any further but uh, we ought to know about that yashi donden dr yashi donden's medicine so yeah so we took that along with that we were also going for reiki and uh, there was this another um body process that's called access consciousness and when um, i mean it was it was a body process called bars under access consciousness so we did underwent i mean we i took the classes for it and i used to give that therapy to him uh, that was very relaxing for him and uh, he used to feel very light uh, from that um so that we also discussed uh, we also i mean considered a, a nutritionist dietitian mm-hmm. 
um so all sort of those things he also wanted to give try to yoga he did some bit of it but not long but not for long because of course he was getting weight and and um, so it was very difficult for him to you know carry on with that mm-hmm. so yeah all these Mm-hmm. Did you face any difficulties in uh, while you were treating him, like uh, any bad experiences or good experiences with particular doctors or hospitals? I do not know if I can, you know, call it as a bad experience or a good experience because I, I mean, I do not know, uh, and I, I, I ask this question. uh every time when i think about it and uh, that you know on the first diagnosis when the surgery when he underwent the surgery was uh, i mean was the doctor's fault or but uh, because at the first time the doctor did not go for entire body pet scan what they did was they went in neck uh, lower neck uh, pet scan and uh, that's where they checked it and that's where they said ki okay i think it looks normal to us and uh, there won't be any need for it so that time we had no idea i mean when the second diagnosis happened we were to you know a lot because we read about it a lot and the first one we were so uh, you know shaken that whatever doctor used to say we used to accept it of course um, you know there were uh, lots of family members who were also there so we kind of you know just agreed to what doctor was saying without even questioning him again and again so we just uh, said ki we'll just go for a lower uh, neck pet scan so after his surgery that's what happened and that's when they decided ki we do not want to give him any radiation or any you know remaining therapies or whatever um and uh, the cancer because the type of cancer uh is uh, cannot remember though uh carcinoma something yeah. uh, so yeah so the can- the type of cancer cell was similar so i we have no idea that you know it was there in the body at that time in the first time as well and that eventually developed because um okay there are two things to it um so yeah so it eventually developed or it just reoccurred again we have no idea the second part of it is my father's cancer was very aggressive at the second stage because uh say for example when we got you know uh, he was having difficulty in following we uh, immediately wanted to take him to the doctor but in that time um my uh my father's sister uh, she passed away so there was a delay of 20 days okay so so we took him to the doctor after 20 say 20 25 days and that's when he got to you know ki okay to the you know it is at stage 4 so and then two months he lost him as well so we don't know uh you know if the cancer was there before only or the cancer that came in 2018 was at a very aggressive when it was you know increasing at a very aggressive stage so we do not know but i i mean if if you ask me i would probably say that um here yeah, it is always good to you know go for uh, to consult other people do we consulted other doctors too everyone said okay okay it's okay but i mean it's always great to have as many opinions as you can 
first and always have you know probably speak with an agro or so uh, and from people's experience a lot can be learned that's there and uh, second is uh, we i mean yeah that's about it also we uh, also one more fact that we first when first when he got diagnosed we took him to tata memorial but because there was so many uh, cases and he was not given given a priority and doctor only said that he you know perform the surgery after a month and we could not wait for longer so we preferred uh, getting him treated under dr sultan pradhan and i mean um, i do not know if you know about him but he is considered as you know one of the best doctors in oncology oncology and um, so we got him treated at prince ali khan hospital um we 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 were open to you know taking him to other hospitals but under him we wanted dr sultan sudan only so that's one thing but uh, you know there's one thing as well because dr sultan sudan was an oncologist but um, i do not know if um, the area of specialization i mean um, you know what body part or what kind of cancer he specialized in helps so that's also there it's always good to you know have a one generalistic oncolo- oncologist on on board uh, in for the treatment and one specialized oncologist on board for treatment because um, you know when things get serious you will always have to consider or you will always have to consult a specialized one right so yeah other than that um, if you ask me um from good experiences um uh, i do not know i mean the doctor who perform, who gave, used to get chemotherapy is apparently he was very matlab you know he was very positive about it about uh, you know he was he always gave us some kind of hope uh when he was treating my father i used to you know meet him a lot of times almost on alternatives because my father used to have troubles so he was always very welcoming and he was his gave us hope in fact he was very shocked when he got to know ki okay this has happened and uh, my father is that serious and uh, he make sure to be you know emotionally available for us uh, during that time and even at later stages too so i mean uh, yeah in a way his hope its positivity i mean it actually you know made made us little relaxed in a way that i we kind of thought ki you know things might change but it is kind of a support only so yeah so yeah i think Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Any particular message to cancer patients or caregivers? Um, uh, for cancer patients, um, uh, for cancer patients, I would say that I do not know. It's really difficult, but I mean, to give a message for cancer patients because. we do not know what they are going to and just for caregivers it I just you know just to just 
wanting that take one day at a time and it's okay that it has happened you cannot question and i think you cannot question why it has happened to you or why you are facing this because that's not really important at this moment what is important is being there for the person who is facing this and uh, the second is there is always there is a you know massive weightage that needs to be given that cancer patients uh, not to cancer patients the caregiver needs to be and have that space for themselves where they can just unwind and just relax a bit because i been going you know having been going through gone through all this i've seen how much panic panicky i was and i was irritated and frustrated all the time i used to take it on on my family itself so you know when you are taking out some time for yourselves taking self care no matter what it is whatever that person may whatever whatever thing that you know that person like is spending some time there so that you can just channelize your thought you can calm yourself down because no one else can do it for you and calming yourself down is so important because that's when you will be able to live the present and you do not know how long a time you will have with that person and also your positivity your calmness your serenity will be assuring for the cancer patient too so it is very important for you to be calm and for that take out some time for self care this is it that i would like to say anything else that you think you want to add i'm sorry anything else that you wish to add um stuff okay. here let me um no winding i mean there are lots many things but i just cannot think about it do you write i mean it's okay i yeah i do write so if you have written anything we could share that on our blog um yeah all right i will i will share uh i've written something about my father that's so i can share okay. it with you yeah that's what i yeah yeah sure 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 i will i will share it with you mm-hmm. I'll share it over, like through a message or WhatsApp. Are you there? Yeah, this is my WhatsApp. Uh-huh. Anything that is convenient. Okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure. I will share it with you. Anything else, ma'am? Uh, I I will add in the WhatsApp if if there is anything that I've missed. Sure. Okay. Take care. Stay safe. And I'm sorry for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no worries. That's okay. You want to stay safe. Bye.
yes ma'am okay bye thank you bye bye thank you bye